Hey everyone, I'm William Galloway, the communications and PR specialist for Mountain Brook Schools. And on this episode, I'm happy to be joined by Mountain Brook varsity football head coach, Chris Yeager, who's on the line. Coach, how are you doing now that playoffs are here and the regular season has come to a close? Uh, it's great. You know, we've had a good week of practice and uh, it's been an enjoyable season. It's been a fun season. It's gone by in a hurry. Can't believe it's already November, but uh, anyway, it's been uh, it's been a great year. So Mountain Brook is currently number seven in 6A, uh, eight and two overall on the year, finished five and one in region play. Now I'm sure ranking is something you don't really look at, right? You're looking at Pinson Valley and what they do and what you do. So tell me about that. And you hear the outside noise. There's a lot of expectation to get to a certain point in the playoffs or try and win the state championship. But tell me about how you get across to your guys to take it one game, one play at a time. Well, William, you know, if you look at teams that are champions, especially in the game of football, uh, you know, when they're coming down the home stretch and and when they, you know, even when they finish and they look in the rearview mirror, uh, people always say, you know, they were great uh, blockers, they were great tacklers, and they secured the football, which is basically, you know, the fundamentals of, of every day, the fundamentals of football. And so, you know, a lot of times when you get in this situation, people are looking for something flashy or something different, or you've got to give um, you know, a different effort or than you've given. But really when it comes back down to it, it's really just about executing the fundamentals. And so at the end, you know, our preparation should look a lot like um, our spring training, you know, and uh, and getting better at those things. Because to me, if you are if you can master and you become a craftsman of the fundamentals, then, you know, uh, golly, you know, you're a, you truly are a championship caliber football team. So this week with Pinson Valley, let's get down to the X's and O's. What do you see in that program that is going to be tough to stop? And what are ways that you're looking to implement your high power offense, your aggressive defense? Talk about how you're game planning to prepare for that Pinson Valley team. Well, you know, last week we played Baker. And so, you know, we had a short week last week. And so we'd really been preparing for that short week. Um, and uh, and so we, we, we have to switch gears real quick. And uh, because Pinson Valley last week, they had last week off. And so they were, you know, four days ahead of us. And so we had to switch gears and get ready. And so the second I turned on the film and looked at the first defensive play, I just went, oh, my goodness. It was just they were so fast. And, um, you know, they've got two defensive ends that are four fives. They got two linebackers that are four fives, you know. And um, it, I, told the, I told the players, I said, this is the fastest de- – this may be the fastest defense that I've ever seen as far as, you know, you see a guy, you know, you'll see teams and they've got a, a guy that runs a four or five and he's surrounded by guys that are four seven. You think that's a fast team, but this is truly one of the fastest defenses that we have seen. Um, you know, offense, they've, they've sort of, they've been on a journey. They've gone, they've had, they've tried three different quarterbacks. Of course, they've got an unbelievable receiver. And the thing that I've been impressed with them is they've simplified, you know, they were running a bunch of past concepts and a bunch of complicated you know, pass schemes and pass protections and stuff. And so they've just got to where now, you know, it's a three-step drop, run the slant, the fade, you know, hitches, and just get it to great receivers and make, you know, teams tackle them in space. And since they've done that, they've gotten a lot better. So let's talk about our guys. We've got, you know, the three assets, three aspects of the game, excuse me, uh, offense, defense, and special teams. Let's start with our defense. Mountain Brook, especially in recent years, the defense has been so well-known for excellence, for dominance, uh, and even pitching a couple shutouts. And obviously, throughout region play this year, 
um, having a couple opportunities to shut some teams out and just playing really strong defense. Talk about your guys on the defensive side of the ball. I know Coach Stearns in his first year as defensive coordinator is doing a great job, that whole defensive staff. But tell us a little bit more about how they're preparing and what you've seen in your defense up to this point. Well, you know, I work on the offensive side of the ball as far as coaching a position and game plan and stuff. But, you know, when we start big picture, when we start in January and we start putting our team together, we start with the defense. You know, um, you know, we, we have got to make sure that we, you know, keep people out of the end zone. I mean, you don't have a – you just don't even have a chance if you don't have a good defense. And so we start there. We know that we've got to do that at Mount Brook. We've got to have play great on defense. We've got to do great in the, in the special teams. And then we've got to be very opportunistic on offense. So – you know, the thing that's happened, you know, we had some uh, some spots that we really weren't sure about. Specifically, the biggest thing, you know, that we always have nailing down is our corners in this, you know, the secondary. And uh, so, you know, we've, we've had a couple of guys that moved from offense. We, the first thing we did in January, you know, we moved Tucker Crawford uh, and, and we moved Hampton King, both those guys to corner. And both, they have played unbelievable. And it was a it was a great move if we hadn't made that move. I mean, we had guys over there, but that move by itself uh, – you know, probably has been one of the, you know, the best things. And, you know, when we look back on this year, we say, okay, what did we do well and what do we need to do better? One of the things that we did well was we, that was a good decision to move those guys and they played extremely well. You've got to get the, the back end, make sure that you've, you know, that you're good there. And then, uh, you know, we had some guys returning in the box. You know, we had Vaughn Frost and we had Trent Wright returning. Uh, Braxton Dean's a safety, but, you know, the way he plays, he plays a lot in the box and um, had Ethan Went and Parker Avery. So we felt like in that part of it, we were we were good. Uh, we just had to get the rest of it short up, you know. And so in the secondary, Mac Palmer's done a good job. He's a senior and, you know, he's going to Washington and Lee. So he's done a good job as well. And so I feel like, you know, the defense, the thing that they have done well um, all year long, they've always played fast. They've always got, got off blocks. But the thing that they do well, to me, one of the best things, and Coach Stearns does a good job training this, and Coach Thorson, Coach Rodriguez, Buddy Pale, uh, Chad Merrill, all those guys, what they do a great job of is training our guys what to see and getting them ready in a game situation to process the information quickly. And, and, to, and to, you know, they're, usually they're a couple of steps ahead of, of, of people because of that, because they, they do process information so well. And they're really smart. I think Coach uh, Rodriguez coined the term scholar ballers, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, he got a lot of smart guys on both sides of the ball. And so offensively, uh, so fast-paced, the ability to score on a dime. I mean, Colvin's ability, his throwing ability, the three-headed running backs. I mean, Beatty, the powerful offensive line. We can talk about the whole deal. But what has impressed you, and what are you looking to see? What does this offense need to do, specifically starting out with Pinson Valley and then hopefully throughout the remainder of the playoffs? should things go well? Well, you know, in this game, I can tell you this, their defensive front, uh, they're very good, you know. And, um, you know, when you go – when you turn on the uh, – and you watch, start watching the, the games and stuff, uh, the video of the games, you know, one of the things you look for is do they have a signature move and do they have a counter move? And so the, the amazing thing about this this front to me is, you know, all four of them have a signature move and they have a great counter move. And some of them have more than one signature move, which, you know, you're talking about next level stuff when you're, when you're doing that, when a guy's, you know, got a lot of tools in the toolbox and you got to decide which one to use. Sometimes that can, you can get brain freeze over that. So their whole thing is to play fast. And I've told our guys, you know, we have, you know, and we've stressed this all week long. We have got to be, we got our game plan on planning on Sunday. We've made micro adjustments to it. Uh, we've not made any big adjustments this week in the game plan from the standpoint past Sunday. 
And uh, as Sunday, you know, it was a, you know, it was not, we were a little bit left footed, I guess. You had some rust and stuff, but it's got better every single day. And we've got to play fast. I've told the guys too, is we've got to play with our hands, play with our hands inside. So when we get holding calls and, and we've got to run after, you know, after contact and finish blocks. And so um, that's a big thing. And we've got to protect John. You know, I mean, it's been proven, you know, if we just give John some time, um, those receivers eventually are going to pop open. Uh, you know, Beatty and uh, and Clark and Rob Gillespie. And and we've even added, you know, uh, Carter Kelly. So uh, the whole thing's given given him time. And then, you know, you're talking about the running backs. Um We've been able to keep those guys rested all year long. We've ran, we've also added some, you know, some two back um, personnel packages to our to our offense. It's been very good too, and they've and they've complemented one another. But you know, the whole thing we've got to do is is across the board is we've got to play complementary football. You know, the defense they need to give us the ball. You know, where we've got a short field. You know, we've we need to hold the ball and keep the defense rested on the sideline. The special teams they've got to do their part and they've got to give the, the defense a you know, uh, the ball where we're not our back against the wall. So anyway, we've got to play great complimentary football in all phases of the game. But we've also, you know, when you talk about offense, we've got to play complimentary football in the, in the, in the run in the past. We've got to run the ball. And then, you know, if they get, um, you know, if they get nosy with a secondary or whatever, you know, we've got to let John do what he does best. And that's, you know, you know, take them apart with the, with the passing game. So you mentioned special teams, and obviously in the playoffs, you can kind of have maybe a couple tricks up your sleeve, but you talk about field position, and you just emphasize the importance of that. What are – there might be opportunities. You never know how any any one game is going to go. But talk about the importance of big plays, flipping the field, and even trying to get loose. Uh, we've seen Mountain Brook has had a lot of success uh, in the special teams this year. Talk about the importance of not only the defensive special teams, but the offensive attack and trying to take care of uh, converting yards and even scores on special teams. Well, you know, the whole thing to me about, you know, we we try and play a lot, of, a lot of guys on Friday night. You know, on any given Friday night, you know, we hope to play, you know, the, the day of, of playing 11 players or, you know, 15 players, you know, that's long gone, you know, and, and even playing 22 players. If you're playing 22 players, you're probably behind the sticks as far as your personnel goes. And so we try to play anywhere from 40 to, you know, 48 players on any given Friday night to keep them fresh. And so anyway, those guys, a lot of our guys that are on special teams, they specialize in special teams. You know, uh, Coach Rodriguez is a special teams coach. And he studies, you know, studies uh, that phase of the game and then, you know, sends cut-ups to those guys. And so they've got this – they've got it down. You know, of course, you know, Reed Herodine, you know, he's he won't be kicking on on uh, Friday night. But, you know, we've got um, Harrison Fell. And uh, and we've also uh, – you know, we've, we've added, uh, a, you know, a kicker. And so anyway, but the big thing, Harrison will, will be, you know, doing uh, most of the – most of the work. Uh, we've added Jack heaps, but anyway, um, uh, those two guys have done a great job snapping will be JB cook and then holding will be Jackson Beatty returners are Jackson Beatty and then, uh, uh, Cole Gamble. So anyway, the thing too, that's, that's exciting is, you know, with Cole Gamble, especially with Cole Gamble and, 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 uh, and Beatty as well, you know, they're so explosive that any, any, any play, I mean, they can flip that thing. We've done a great job too, from the defensive phase of it. They blocked a couple of punts this year and, um, uh, you know, uh, they've done a great job in that area. So anyway, but it is, we always go into a game taken for granted. We're going to win the special teams. You know, you, and if you win two of the three, you've got a great chance to win. 
Right. So you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast how long it felt it had been like since your guys had strapped up, put on the helmets and uh, had the opportunity to hit somebody, so to speak. So tell me about how much what's the level of excitement with your guys, but also what's your message to the fans? I mean, a big mm. playoff game, bringing the playoff energy. November is always a special time. Athletics get so busy. Other teams are competing for championships this weekend. So what's your message to the fans, to the community to come out and just push you guys to your maximum potential? Well, I guess a couple of things, you know, um, we've got incredible fans. We've got incredible fans in the community, incredible fans in the school. You know, the thing that I've told the team is, you know, it doesn't take an extraordinary effort. We don't need heroes. We need guys doing their job. And what we need is guys doing the ordinary in an extraordinary way. And, uh, you know, and focus on, the fundamentals, which is blocking, tackling, securing the football. And, you know, um, for us, you know, there's not an element when you're inside our bubble, there's not an element of, okay, let's just get these guys all fired up and they'll play better. We're not going to play better, you know, uh, because we're getting fired up. That's not how it works. Not the game of football that lasts about as long as the toe meets the ball on the kickoff. And then it's over with, and you're playing for other reasons and playing, basically you, you lean on your training, but I will say this, you know, like, um, we played Gardendale this year, unbelievable crowd at that game. And there is an energy, you know, like you, you do, you know, there is an energy uh, when you know that it matters to your community, that, that what you're doing, that your craft, uh, that what you've worked on since you were, you know, in the third grade, that it matters to the community. And, you know, that you're the, you know, you're, you are the sons of the community. You're the, the hero of every little boy in this community. And that means something to our kids and, and uh, they want to play well and they want, they want Mountain Brook, community and Mountain Brook school to be proud of them and, and proud of our team and the way that they compete and they play. And so that's extremely important. Um, the support, you know, that we've had from our fans, you know, it's, it's been, it's unparalleled. I mean, we, we played teams before. I mean, we played teams this year that may not have had a good record and we played away and, and had incredible, uh, an incredible following. People have told us that you guys, it's unbelievable. And so that's just, people are going to support Mountain Brook. It, it doesn't matter if it's theater. It doesn't matter if it's volleyball, if it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, they're across country. It doesn't matter. They are going to uh, support our guys. And we recognize that. And we really appreciate that. All right. So it all starts Friday night at seven o'clock. Coach Chris Yeager. I'm William Galloway. Coach, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We're fired up for the playoffs. Best of luck. And we're taking it not only one game, but we're taking it one play, one drive at a time, looking forward to see what the end result is. Thanks for joining us, and I'll let you have the final word here on this podcast. Well, I like the way you said that, William. Uh, you know, we're taking it one play at a time. We're taking it one dr drive at a time. We're taking it one game at a time, and that's all you can do, you know, and, and the results will take care of itself. But thank you for saying that. And we look forward to our fans coming out. It's going to be a great environment, and, uh, and our guys just so much appreciate you being there.